So have you ever gone into a business and noticed that all the equipment and machinery is really old and in crappy condition and falling apart? Today, I want to talk a little bit about capital reinvestment in small business. Hey guys, it's David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play podcast where I talk about buying, selling, managing and financing small businesses. This week, I am talking about capital reinvestment. Now, a little aside, which is very apropos, last week uh, my video got two thumbs down. I was shocked. And after watching the video a couple times, I realized, hey, it's likely because of the poor sound quality. So what I did is I went out this week and I bought myself a fancy new microphone. And so I'm hoping it's going to sound better. But let me ask you this. If I only intended to make videos for the next few months, do you think I would have gone out and spent over $100 on a new microphone? Probably not. But it's because I've got the intention to continue this channel to make new videos and I want to sound good because I'm proud of my business that I went and I reinvested more money. And it's a great little glimpse into the mindset of a business owner when they're running a business and they never put any money back into replacing machinery and equipment. Okay. So if you own a business out there and you're not reinvesting in the business, what you're doing is you're taking money off the table. You're putting it in your own pocket. And when a buyer comes along to look at that business, they're going to know immediately that there has to be some adjustment or change in the way that the business is bought in order to compensate for the fact that they're going to have to buy all this new stuff because clearly what you've got sitting there isn't going to last them in the long term. So when we look at most small businesses, what we do is we normalize the income statements. We get to a level of cash flow, mostly it's seller's discretionary earnings, and we, and we get to SDE by getting rid of certain expenses off the, off the income statement that aren't real business expenses, the, what we call the discretionary expenses. And then we add back the interest, the taxes, the depreciation, and the amortization. And we make an adjustment for the fair market wage of the owner's own work that he puts into the business. So what we end up with is this cash flow called the seller's discretionary earnings. And then business brokers will typically multiply that cash flow to come up with what they feel is the enterprise value of the business or Depends how sophisticated they are. They, they could do a lot with that number, but let's stay on topic. So that number, what we always tell buyers, is out of that SDE cash flow, they have to do three different things. Number one, they have to take home money to pay themselves to feed their family. Number two, they have to service the debt at the bank that they've taken on to buy the business. And number three, they have to get a return on the cash that they put in. We don't often talk about the number four thing. Um, so, so here it is. We're going to talk about it today for the first thing, for the first time. When the bigger guys, the private equity firms, are looking at mid-ranged businesses, one of the key numbers that they try to figure out in doing their evaluation is something called the CapEx, the capital expenditure. How much of the cash flow has to go back into the business every year for a couple of things. Number one, if we're going to grow the business, we often have to increase the operating capital. And number two, the replacement of the plant and equipment. Accountants try to show us 
the value of the equipment that's being worn down through their depreciation calculation. But there are a couple of problems with it because it's based on math, mathematics, you know, like certain categories of equipment will depreciate at certain rates. And, and those rates of depreciation don't always quite match the real fall in value that pieces of machinery might go through. And then government gets involved sometimes because they'll create tax policy where they'll try to encourage business owners to do certain things like encourage them to reinvest by allowing them to accelerate the depreciation on the new equipment. And so the depreciation figure doesn't really reflect accurately the level of reinvestment that has to be done every year. So when we're looking at a small business, what we have to do is we have to consider the capital reinvestment. And there are a couple of things that, that I do that sort of act as a crutch. Okay, so the most basic thing that people think of is they say, well, if this business would normally be worth half a million dollars, but I know I need to invest a hundred grand in new stuff right now to get it up to snuff, then I'm only going to offer the person four hundred thousand. I'm going to make them essentially pay for the capital upgrades, right? So that's one way that people will often do it. They'll they'll make a, an offer to a seller, and they'll say. You know this equipment is too old I need to replace it I need to you know spend this money and so I have to take it out of the money that I'm giving to you because the cash flow is what I'm buying but the cash flow won't continue under the circumstances and the condition of your equipment the other way that we can do it is a model that I like to use where we look at the major pieces of equipment and we say what if every year over the last couple of years we replaced one of these pieces of equipment and we used lease financing. Because what we can do is we can figure out what the lease payments would be and then we can go back and we can normalize the income statements and we can add that as an expense. We can say, what would the performance actually have been if the business had been leasing this equipment? And it's an easy way to show that in reality the cash flow is, is less because there's a reinvestment that should have been taking place that wasn't taking place. And then what ends up happening, of course, is you end up with a smaller number that you then multiply to get your enterprise value. So I wanted to bring up the topic today because I've just had a flurry, it seems, of calls in the last little while through Clarity.fm where people have been asking about businesses that require a large degree of capital reinvestment. Things like trampoline parks, grocery stores, excavating and contracting businesses where there really is a big chunk of cash flow every year that has to go back into replacing